0: Hello and welcome to the Bright Side
1: Mental Health Podcast. That sounds very intellectual. Wishing you... Excellent mental health uh, Which is today's topic <laughs> Wasn't there a TV The show that said uh, That Wish- was Fra- on Frasier Wasn't it
0: uh, Oh yeah That's
1: right Yeah, yeah. yeah This is This is Frasier Crane Wishing you
0: good mental health yes. Yeah that's <laughs> it Oh wait And he also said I'm listening Yeah That's right Man that show Talk about a surprise spinoff You know I think everybody Was like You're going to make a show About a weird egghead psychiatrist From Cheers And it turned out so good It was wonderful Oh man Some of the times I've laughed hardest In my entire life Were at that show
1: I identified with the old guy Sitting in his
0: chair. (laughs) Yeah. And I sadly always identified with Niles. Uh, (laughs) um, So today, uh, uh, if you listen to this podcast, you probably know who we are, Joel Hunter and and Joel Hunter uh, and uh, a father-son duo uh, bent on restoring the mental health of this nation first (laughs) and then the world. That's right. Priorities. (laughs) So we, we don't bite off more than we can chew right away. First America, <laughs> that's uh, right, and then the rest of the world. So uh, this is the second of uh, probably a two-part series if we run out of stuff to talk about on uh, mental health and uh, ways to obtain that. Because mm-hmm. I would say there are very few people, if you were saying, like, what is the state of your uh, stress level, your satisfaction with life, your uh, desire to get out of bed in the morning, uh, treat your fellow man uh, with – with humility and respect, uh, very few people will you find are a ten out of ten all the time. On yeah, that, you know, yeah. and and uh, and that really is a lot of what we're talking about. How how do you achieve the closest to ten out of ten
1: with those right. things that make you the most who you want to be? Right. And how do you reconcile yourself to how the world really is? I mean, I mean, one of the things that uh, um, that I want to talk about is uh, I, I read an article. Today or what? An article. It was a reference uh, from my friend uh, Francis Collins, who's the head of the NIH, and he's on Twitter. He always uh, puts up new new studies they've done, and and this is the one he he put up today. He said, "Could a positive outlook help you live longer?" In an NIH-funded study uh, by BU Medicine, I, I assume that's Baylor University scientists followed thousands of people over 30 years and found that those with great Greater optimism, we're more likely to have exceptional longevity, living to 85 or older, and and I hmm. think I think optimism is just another name for, you know, you you accept the world like it is, hmm. and you think that okay I can operate like this. Yeah, um, it's not always thinking well. This is going to come out better. Um, um, it's it's just being able to be at peace, um, and so I, I think when we talk about mental health. <clears throat> some of it um, is um, well, I know what to do in certain situations, or I know how to react. But some of it's just okay. Well, I can deal with that, and yeah. and it just it, it gives you a certain sense of peace and security. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: I I've, I've spent most of that time that you were saying that trying to find this. Uh, oh yeah, this this Victor Frankel quote. I mean, talk, oh, yeah. talk about somebody where uh plenty of excuse for a little pessimism on the world uh <laughs> yes. because if you're in a holocaust concentration camp and everything around you is horror and death uh you are in a situation where uh you have zero control yeah. uh there is uh pretty much uh, pretty much zero to be thankful for at that moment but he had this this one great quote cuz he made it through thrived and you know uh went on to start you know a a, a whole uh he he went on to be a psychiatrist and and founded a school of uh according to my notes here existential therapy uh and if you don't know what that is I'm not even gonna tell you <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the uh, but anyway he said uh he said the uh Wait, where, there it is. Thank you. Oh, geez. Uh, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing—the last of the human freedoms—to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And I think that's one of those quotes. It's got—I feel like it's got layers to it. Because the first layer is like, "Oh, that's inspiring," and then the second layer is, "That doesn't help me at all when my day really." Is terrible because uh, sure, it's great to say like no one has uh, no one has dominion over my attitude, uh, but quotes like that don't really help me in the real world, uh, and that's kind of the the next layer down of just natural pessimism that, that that sneaks in on that cynicism that sneaks in, but there's a deeper layer to that which is the truth of the of, of the fact that uh, ultimately you really are no matter how out of control of your own. Mind you, feel. Uh, you ultimately are the one that can decide right. to get better, and that doesn't right. mean it doesn't mean Victor. Victor, there, he's not saying so. Uh, blink and it's okay, you know. And, and right. Put a smile on your face, and everything will feel. You got forty-two miles, forty-two s- muscles to frown, and yeah. uh, that, all that stuff. It's it's saying, you know, ultimately, you're either going to say, "I'm going to control." My destiny on this, yeah. or I'm not, you know, yeah. and 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 no matter how bad things get on the on in the outside world with your with your environmental factors, uh, there's really going to be two types of people. There's those that are going to say that's going to define my existence, and those that say, no, I'm I'm going to.
1: Now, when you say you you can decide, you're obviously, and I'm I'm dipping into your field here. You're talking about prefrontal cortex. Cortex decision, decision-making decision capabilities. So what are some of the components that help that part of your brain kind of take over mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to determine my reaction to this?
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny how much of being a human is this constant battle between the most evolutionarily evolved, you know, homo sapiens sapiens part of your brain that's got this, you know, unimaginably sophisticated – Uh, prefrontal cortex capable of you know not only thinking but but thinking about the fact that you're thinking being aware of that being able to plant all those things Um, that part of your brain being at war with all these other parts that are uh, you know uh, uh, 50 million years behind uh, that are still like no I want to eat this donut now and uh, (laughs) and uh, that guy's an aggressor I gotta I I wanna beat that guy with a stick and um, it's stuff that if we only had the prefrontal cortex, we wouldn't be ourselves because you know there's so much different you know uh, enjoyment of just the the natural world as as humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the stuff that we look at that's really, really enjoyable, the, the food and the relationships mm-hmm. and things we have like that that are on a on a physical level, um, that stuff, isn't really run as much by the free, prefrontal cortex. Matter of fact, it, it kind of willingly gets shut down, you yeah. know. Uh, uh, one way to really, you know, enjoy a cake less is to know exactly every ingredient that's in it and analyze how it was made rather than just enjoy it. Um, but, the, but the part of our brain that's actually deciding, you know, here's the way I want to live is at war with both the instant gratification monkey that we've talked about before that Tim mm-hmm. Urban first made famous on his weight but why – uh, blog which is so good um, uh you got the instant gratification monkey but then even below that you've just got your reptile brain that's just yeah. you know responding to just cues in the environment and you know that's where like if you're too hot you're furious for reasons you can't even understand and, um and so it's 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 not becoming less of who you are to decide that I'm not going to embrace this irrational stuff. It's becoming more of who you are yeah. because, you know, the part that defines you the most is the part of your brain that is, you know, the, the most sophisticated, the most forward-thinking. Uh, and that's the reason that we can do so much more than a chimpanzee can yeah. because, you know, we can, we can make those decisions based not on the primal urge that we're having in that moment.
1: Um, so we know there are certain habits that we can we can cultivate – to empower, <clears throat> pardon me, um, that that prefrontal cortex type of thinking, where we um, we are looking at um, our full capabilities, our our ultimate fulfillment, um, and 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 therefore we're going to have better mental health. Um, and one of those, you and I um really agree on and we're trying to practice it, and that is to stay in good physical shape mm-hmm. um i'm I'm just looking at you right now to take over from here yeah was, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was well i uh, I was trying to i wanted to clarify in some way uh, i I, yeah, please. I i sit in a sauna. uh pop actually works out uh, <laughs> you i you do more than i that. i think I think boy this heat's gonna give me big muscles yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're both. Uh, we both. Uh, but yeah, we pay attention are, to that part. Yeah, are paying attention. We're paying attention to our nutrition. Yeah. to our diet. Yeah, and and so, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Th- basically, a, a lot of uh, feeling as on top of things as you can, as a hundred percent mentally healthy as you can, is trying to get the the chemical balance just right in your brain. But there's 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 a lot to that because one there's synaptic pathways that are either dormant and dead or alive and firing or plastic you know new ones that you're that you're bringing in and a lot of that stuff is uh, you you're dealt a raw hand because you tend towards depression you tend towards uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, um, dark places because it's it's a wiring thing um, and so everyone's given a different set of cards but we we really do all have the chance to to play them the way that we want some there is no question that some people, Uh, need medication in order to get things to the right, you know, to get brain chemicals to a balance where they can take over Mm -hmm. and and live Mm -hmm. the life they want. Um, Counseling Mm -hmm. is, is really, really helpful for a ton of people because it separates out what are the things that are actual problems? What am I doing that's dealing with those in a destructive way? You know, how can I deal with that yeah. better? A lot of people, it just really helps to, like, just get out an atlas of their own emotions and be like, okay, I'm here, but I want to be here. And yeah. and, and yeah. counseling can really provide that that uh, mental clarity for for a lot of people um, to kind of – Double mental clarity, uh, mental clarity about your mental clarity, and then, but there's there's also this this piece that's just really low hanging fruit, and yeah. that is, um, your brain systems were not made to deal with a constant smoldering low level. Amount of stress, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we were meant to deal with yeah. stress in acute situations, yeah. like yeah there's a tiger! Uh, run away and make it to the cave!" Uh, and everyone who had enough of that system uh, survived. All the people that were just like "Oh, a tiger!" Uh, they died, and uh-huh. so their their ancestors are, or their uh, offspring run around. So it's just the people that have this really effective stress response. Right. All uh, you know, people that are alive are alive because our ancestors had an effective. Sp- stress response, what our ancestors and evolution uh, did not uh, prepare for was Emails in the middle of the night, yeah. uh, and you know, yeah. and a desk job that you just hate.
1: Uh, and and constant, constant news reports yeah, that say const- that say the world's going to end, and and the other side's going to take us over and ruin your life. And yep, you know, all this kind of late breaking. Oh, this just went wrong, and it's going to be terrible. Yep, and and social media
0: that's that's designed to be as addictive as possible, and and mm-hmm. make you compare mm-hmm. your life to other people's lives. That really, their life's not that good either. They're they're going through the same thing you are, where they're just like, I've oh man, I've got to make this look better than yeah. I don't really feel this way, but uh, and so that that level of stress all the time um, is is toxic. I mean, it's yeah. generally and and there are uh, levels of cortisol in your blood and uh, norepinephrine in your brain and. Uh, well, it's the whole, it's the, it's all the usual suspects. It's serotonin and dopamine and all. But, but the point of all that is, um, when you have constant stress, it keeps you from functioning in this, you know, yeah. forward thinking, right. you know, most creative way that right. you can live. And so it's, it's figuring out, you know, how stress management is something that literally doesn't get taught in med school. I can tell right. you firsthand, they don't talk about. It. I mean, they might mention stress, but yeah. like that, like if you if you raise your hand and ask about like prayer or meditation or something like that, they make you sit in the corner with one of those pointy dunce caps oh, on. Uh, and No, they didn't. But, <laughs> uh, but, but no one would do that because they don't talk about that stuff. And it is a huge
1: mental health and just physical health yeah. crisis, which is, is a bummer. Well, and, and one of the things that, that we're trying to get across with this particular point is that uh, you have said your brain has to have the capability of thinking. There has to be a... Um, um, a balance of at least enough right chemicals. There, there's, there needs to be a prerequisite of a capability of thinking. I, I'm doing a lot with the opioid uh, crisis right now. And uh, I heard a story the other day of this, this mother uh, who just faced her son because he had stolen everything in order to buy drugs. Um, and she said, how could you do that to me you know who has mm. done all of this and he looked at her and said, "Mom, you don't understand when it comes to drug addiction, I would kill you hmm. for drugs wow um, and 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 he wasn't kidding because that middle part of the brain takes over it decommissions the reasoning part of the brain and so you got to there's a certain type of... Medical assisted treatment that at least gets the brain functioning chemicals back in order, so that you can think. Yeah, and 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 on a lesser scale, and a more common scale, those of us who stay in shape, you know, I was I was kind of grouchy because in the last couple of weeks, my um, my uh, schedule has not allowed my normal working out. And when that happens, I just get tense. Mm -hmm. I just get—there's a stress. And and Becky keeps saying, what's wrong with you? And I say, I just haven't worked out. You know, because I have to have a certain level of physical health in order to function at my best. Yeah. In order to look at the world like, you know, okay, this is okay. We can take care of this. Yeah.
0: We should get you one of those uh, hand squeezy things, right? <laughs> one of those one of those old strongman hand squeezers. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> Hold on, let me give this a few. All right. Yeah, but it but it is true, and and for anyone listening that that ha, my, I know this because my initial thought is like, I don't care what my brain was telling me. I could never imagine being in a, in a place like that. Uh, it's someone that uh, it, 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 it's helpful to think about uh, a drowning person. Yeah. You could have the, you could have Mister Rogers drowning, uh, right. and and there's a part of your your brain's job is keep this person alive, yeah. and and so it will it will claw shred marks into a lifeguard's back to get to the surface because it's there's no rational brain there's no yeah. part that you could if you could step in and be like hey are you listening there's no part there that can hear that it's mm. it's entirely these primal systems, and that whole dopamine pathway, uh, you know somebody's middle America, their job doesn't exist anymore. They don't have any other prospects. Some jerk on the internet's being like, learn to code. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. And <laughs> and so there's this sense of hopelessness. Uh, your back is kind of messed up because of your coal mining job that you did have. And so some doctor that got unduly influenced by a pharmaceutical company says, uh, here, this this OxyContin will help a lot with that. And it sure does. And also when you took it, you didn't feel quite as bad. Nothing was quite as hopeless because you, mm-hmm. you've exogenously supplied yourself with some dopamine. And then you have to take that just to feel the way you did before. And, and it's this increasing thing. And, and it doesn't, there's not a logic to it. It is, it is, it is like trying to tell somebody, let's stop and do some calculus here Mm -hmm. while they're trying to get out of a burning house. There's Mm -hmm. no, there's no such thing. Um, And so, and that's why it's really helpful to have people that I would say, mental health professionals that deal with addiction and stuff, they really are the firefighters that are yeah. just trying to put the house fire out. Yeah. Um, and there are ways to get rid of, you know, chemical uh, dependence, but but a lot of them require step downs in, in chemical treatments, tapering off therapies. Uh, when we're talking about what probably most people listening to this podcast are dealing with, which is um, I, I... I am not happy as often as I feel like I should be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that really does come down a lot more to this chronic stress situation, and mm-hmm. and uh, whether it's exercise or the cold plunge thing I'll talk about every now and then, or or being in a hot sauna, or um, you know uh, actually uh, engaging in you know uh, rigorous activity of, of whatever kind, the, the acute. Stressors are, are really the only way to get rid of that chronic stress, and so it's part of why uh, you can't find a psychiatrist that would say exercise isn't a key component of health of mm. health. Uh, and mm. uh, and I'm kind of talking to myself because I keep sitting in the sauna instead of actually uh, exercising. But <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it, it is it's it's a key component, and it's not because I want to look you know super buff. You know, want to look like Zac Efron? Have you seen that guy lately? Good golly, he, he, he is. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think he's taking steroids, but I do think while he sleeps, someone else puts them in him. That's all. But anyway, <laughs> I hated when that happens. But it's not. Yeah, he just wakes up and he's like, "Whoa, my pecs! <laughs> that shirt ripped off me." Um, but it's it's not because of uh, trying to get you know the summer beach body. It's because um, anxiety and depression. Uh, just the general feelings of listlessness that people have, the, the, trying to get out of a rut. It's really, really hard to make it to the gym the first time, but it's it is the key component, uh, yeah. and it's because we are we have brains piloting a body that was uh, kind of formed over millions of years, mm-hmm. and and to ignore that, uh, you, people do it at their peril. You know, yeah. so you sit in a chair in front of a computer sixteen hours a day, um, and you know, even though your brain—it's just your brain's kind of just sitting in your skull anyway. It's not actually doing any any exercise, uh, but it will respond to what your you know to what your body's been done. It's there's 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 symbiosis there, and so uh, a, a tremendously sedentary lifestyle leads to that kind of kind of inevitably. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing about exercise that I feel like is really helpful to say: uh, it, it does not mean that you have to go and crush it with slinging 40-pound kettlebells yeah. over your head. For exercise literally means going out on, going a, walk on a walk after yeah, dinner. Absolutely. Uh, if, if you just do something that is moving for 20 minutes uh, and maybe break a sweat, maybe don't. It doesn't matter. But, like, that's what we're talking about. It's really yeah. not like, hey, you need to go uh, do some clean squats or whatever. I don't know. Uh <laughs> you you gotta gotta go do some hip hip stand jerks and it's 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 much more just about um the idea of you know can you can you get out and take a walk after dinner or if you're if you're making the decision uh if if you work on the second floor of a building do you just take that that flight of stairs instead of the other i mean it's it's those types of things It's, it's really uh incrementally added so um there's a spectrum, and that's why we've mentioned so many different random things. But I feel like the, just the general idea of of uh, your your physical and mental health being related to each other is a helpful thing, whether that means you need to have something prescribed to you because you, you, you're having trouble getting out of bed, period, or whether it just means taking the stairs. I think it's all part of the same spectrum.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think there probably we've probably got a couple more shows on here, uh, Joel, um, because there are several other components that are all, that are important in addition to staying in fairly good uh, physical health, and we need to talk about those. Yeah,
0: brushing your teeth—you know, that's up
1: there. <laughs> I had not seen that coming. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen a real happy guy with just yellow, yellow teeth? Not me. Nope. I, I like to end on that note. We'll see you next time on the bright side.